Welcome, you're now listening to Get Out of Your Own Way podcast, and I'm your host. This is now episode six, and today I'll be covering the topic of marriage. But before I get started, I want to go and answer a couple of questions or really a couple of comments, address said comments that I received uh, this past week uh, concerning my preference episode. And this woman said, and I quote, physical attraction doesn't mean much to me anymore because I've had some very handsome men who treated me like crap in previous relationships. So I'm more attracted to who a man is as a person, end quote. And yeah, I mean, I've, this is a story that I've heard so often over the years, so very often, um, women who have been in abusive relationships and um, under, under, under a man's control, literally, of the relationship and her as a whole, as a person, um, and I just, I, I just cringe when I see that, you know, because I know as a man myself, I know that there is, there's something about abusive men that irks me as a man, you know, like, like I, I don't get it. It's, it's one thing to have disagreements, um, arguments uh, and things that you butt heads about. I mean, that that's inevitable in every relationship. That's just going to happen. Sometimes you'll just get on each other's nerves. I mean, it's just a part of relationships. That doesn't matter if, if you're dating, if you're married, if you're engaged, whatever the case may be. I mean, you're just going to have disagreements and you're going to have arguments sometimes. The, the key is, is they should be few and far between as far as when they do happen, when you have those disagreements. If they're having, if they're happening often, then that's a, a, a red flag that you probably don't have a healthy relationships. And I'm not talking about something like silly, you know, like, hey, you know, I was thinking about making hamburgers tonight and then, um, and then your, your man says, uh, how about tacos? I was feeling tacos and then not, nothing like that. You know, you sh- hopefully you're not having arguments about food. Hopefully not. Anybody on the sound of my voice, hopefully not. But, uh, yeah, you know, like, like I said, I mean, I, I've, I've talked to so many girls and women who have just been treated very poorly in previous relationships and hopefully this particular woman exited from that relationship much sooner than later because unfortunately there's a lot of ladies who will stick around in abusive relationships um, and just will, and, and, and just will tolerate that abuse will tolerate being unhappy will tolerate not looking for a change of scenery if you will you know and, and I personally don't get it I don't, I don't get it at all, you know, why uh, um, you would sit there and tolerate that. And, and, and sometimes there's a much bigger picture where you might have kids together 
you might uh, live under the same house and you don't have anywhere a place to go, any relatives to stay with, friends, what have you. Um, and that's and that's that that can be problematic, you know. So when I look at people and, and couples, you have to be able to have a, an exit plan <laughs> regardless. You know, you still have to be able to whenever whenever you have gone through enough. And this really goes for both parties because there's been and even even women can be abusive towards their man or belittling their man to make them feel insignificant. You know, like so it, it definitely goes both ways. You can definitely have a situation where a woman is taking a man for granted. I mean, I've also heard plenty of stories of that, you know, with uh, people I've known, um, even speaking from experience of a year relationship that I was in, of being taken for granted, you know, after so long, you know, for whatever reason, you know, people, people can do things that become insufferable. It just happens in, in relationships where you just you just can't take it anymore for whatever it is. It doesn't even necessarily have to be abuse. As I said, it could just be other things, you know, and fortunately, I haven't been abused in any relationship, you know, by a woman. And if ever got to that point, it's a little different for men, though, because since men as a whole are usually they, they usually take the lead in a relationship and the woman follows her man. You know, but there's sometimes where um, you can have a situation where it doesn't feel like that, where it doesn't feel like a, a man is leading and it's really up to, and the woman is making all the decisions. The woman is doing uh, the heavy lifting, if you will, in the relationship figuratively. But my point is whenever you see signs of a red flag that somebody is becoming um, unbearable one way or the other, you know, whether it's abuse, whether it's um, you're feeling unappreciated um, and, and you get, and you try to let it work. You've tried to make things work. You've tried to talk about it. You've tried to um, adjust and, and straighten things out, but it still hasn't working that's your cue probably to go ahead and end things uh, before it gets too out of hand. Then I had a guy um, who chimed in as well. And he said, quote, I think everyone is shallow in our own, in our, in our own ways. Although some people much more than others, end quote. And I definitely agree with that. We all have something that we look for and just, we all have something that initially attracts us. Now, this last person who I was just talking about, um, she doesn't put an emphasis clearly on fit, on physical attributes, and I can understand that after reading about what she's been through. It becomes less significant, less important. Um, you know, but with that said, at some point in time, when you're getting older, you do notice things that you tend to cling to mentally as far as what you like 
in a man, what you like in a woman, just us as people. And yes, some people are very picky about what they like and what they want. If you remember, um, as I briefly had spoke about in my previous episode, that there's some women who are only five two, five three, that won't talk to any guy unless he's six four, six five. As laughable as that is, but I'm like, hey, you know, whatever makes your boat float, you know. But you also you have to be careful what it is that you're wishing for. You got to be careful, and I talked about that in more detail in my previous episode as well. But yes, as a whole, we all have something that we find attractive in the opposite sex. So uh, that's a good observation. But without any further ado, further ado, excuse me, I bring to you the topic of what this episode is really all about. And that would be marriage. Now, interesting enough, me being a 37 year old bachelor, I've never been married. I've never been get engaged. It's been talked about in a previous relationship. Uh, but no, no, I've never actually been both. But the thing is, is I've been around long enough. I've had enough relationships to know what the sanctity of marriage is all about without actually exchanging vows with somebody yet. So I'm very well aware of what marriage is all about. I take marriage very seriously. And someday, Lord willing, I will be married. I will have a wife. And quite frankly, I look forward to that day. Now, I want to take a little time to share a quick snippet of various married couples who talk about the best thing that comes from entering the sanctity of marriage with another person. Have a listen. Having that one person that has your back against the world, that one person that even if you're wrong, they're gonna they're gonna side with you in front of people and let you know, maybe let you have it about it later. But you know, <laughs> that one person that's that's ride or die for you. For me, honestly, is is I know it sounds cliche, but it literally having someone being your better half. Um, is is second to none just because there's I have a lot of flaws every individual has a lot of flaws areas that I lack she's my strength in those departments so it helps me a lot if I have a hard day I have a, somewhere to go she's my home it doesn't matter where we at doesn't matter which apartment we are living neighborhood she's my home and we're not lonely you know life could be hard and and I think Harriet, to me, is somebody that I can rely on. Just being with somebody is another person to share whatever feeling you happen to have. I agree with that completely. We have each other's back. Yeah, I think friendship. And we know we'll be there for each other. And we trust each other. Knowing that you always have someone on your team. I know that if he hadn't been here, I probably wouldn't have taken some of the career risks that I that that I that I've taken. So it's been nice to know that the rock is you know the rock is there, and that I've been able to just try a lot of different things. That's absolutely beautiful, isn't it? 
And all those couples, they range anywhere from five years to 35 years of marriage. That's a beautiful thing, especially in today's world, in today's society, where we are surrounded by so many opportunities to stray away from our significant other, from our spouse. And indeed, the number one thing, the number one reason why marriages end is because of infidelity. And it's so unfortunate because a person that you've made a vow to and a person who you were supposed to love in sickness and health until death do you part. And make no mistake about it, there's no husband, there's no wife who are perfect, the, the perfect spouse, if you will. Everybody has room for improvement. Every man, every woman has room for improvement. Every husband, every wife has room for improvement. So when you're going through it with your spouse and you are in a situation to where you're feeling like maybe your marriage is on the rocks and an opportunity comes around to where you indulge and you become unfaithful to your wife or to your husband, you really have just thrown away your marriage, your commitment to God and everything that you have invested in to your marriage and to your spouse. And quite frankly, you don't deserve, you don't deserve your wife or your husband. You don't deserve um, your marriage. And you have to, for me personally, for a guy who's actually never been married, I understand all too well of what it, of, of the big picture of marriage, knowing that you're about to go into something that you're going to have ups and downs. That's going to happen. There's going to be times where you're getting on each other's nerves. That's going to happen. The whole key is, is to make sure that it's few and far between. But no matter what, I encourage everybody to stay faithful to each other through thick and thin, for better or worse. There's a, you're not exchanging vows for no reason. You have to really mean that. This is it's 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 a choice. It's not a a um a, 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 kind of lost my kind of slipped my tongue there, uh, but it's not an obligation. It's a choice. And forgive me for uh, being tongue tied there for a moment. But the fact of the matter is, is when you're going through something, and there's nothing more devastating, nothing more crushing then upon realizing that somebody that you are building with, somebody that you are um, trying to elevate with, trying to get to that next step with, continue to grow old with, betrays you. And for what? Because somebody missed a week of cooking for you or because somebody wasn't in the mood to do something the night before? And the week before, because certain things are, are taking place, you know, so it's got to be understood, you know, between both parties, um, because here's the thing. 
if you feel like you you have the need to stray, and even though I'm a person who does not believe in divorce, I don't, unless somebody just cold-heartedly betrayed me and they stabbed me in the back and they slept with another man or something like that and I felt like it wasn't warranted. It's never warranted, quite frankly. Never. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. No matter what's going on in your home life, if you need to separate and you need to reevaluate your marriage, then do so. If you need to take time away from your husband or your wife, um, then do that. Then do that. But everybody, there's a reason why in this particular self-improvement podcast that I, I, that I created this past summer, there's a reason why people need to hear things from other people. And again, even though I'm a man who has not yet married, I know I know exactly what I'm getting myself into before that happens. There are a list of 21 things or more of things that I need to jot down and go over with my future wife and things that we will have understood. And of course, before we even get there, I'll know when I'm dating somebody, if we're going to be compatible long term and for the long haul, if we have a great shot at making it. But I'll go into more detail as far as that's concerned as this episode progresses. Now, with that said, I am someone who is a big believer in until death do us part. And I certainly don't want to be a person who gets married um, three, four times, you know, has several ex-wives, defeats the purpose of marriage. You know, when you exchange vows, I mean, you literally say in sickness and health till death do us part. Now, granted, obviously, divorce is a thing that so many couples have gone through. And uh, the last time I checked, as far as divorce rate in um, the last 10 years in the, in, in the United States is at 52%. And when I think about it, I'm just kind of like, wow, you know, that just sounds so accurate because I've had and seen a handful of couples, married couples, who I really thought were inseparable, you know, like who I really felt were meant to be until death do us, do us part, and until you get hit with that bomb. And I'm, I'm, one person was a best friend of mine from high school, and um, he actually married his high school sweetheart. And I really thought, I mean, I really thought they were going to uh, be together until death did them part. But that wasn't the case. I mean, they were together over 10 years, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it might have been a little longer than that, but it was at least 10 years that they were together and they weren't, no. I mean, they were headed for divorce court. You know, like I'm not going to get into the detail of what happened, um, even though I haven't brought up any names. 
you know, and, and I will certainly um, respect said people who I know have gone through divorce. Um, there's another lovely couple who I went to church with. Um, she was kind of like a play mom to me, as a matter of fact, her and her husband. Um, and they were married over 25 years. You know, and awesome guy. You know, I really enjoyed um, talking with him, hanging out, you know, and um, yeah, and, and this woman, like I said, she just treated me like a second mom. You know, but once again, they didn't make it. You know, they were just like the awesome person who, or couple, who you thought would literally make it until one of them died. Both of them died, you know, and it wasn't to be. And one thing's for sure, you know, like for me, per for me personally, when it comes to relationships, I'm a very private person. As far as, I mean, we're, we live in a day and age where social media is everything, like literally everything. When you see a person on their phone, there is probably a 90% chance they are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, or YouTube. There is, I, I, I calculate about a 90% chance when you see somebody, when you're walking down the street and you see somebody on their phone, there is a extremely high probability they're on a social media platform. And I'm sure there are many a people who would agree with me. Now, the reason I bring that up is because people love, absolutely love to publicize their personal lives on social media. When they're showing their kids with pictures and videos and their relationships and, you know, the public displays of affection as far as kissing and hugging their significant others and um, and, and just, just constantly uploading photos and videos of your husband and your, your wife, your kids. And I mean, it's, I mean it, it is very commonplace, very commonplace with people doing just that. But me, it, it has nothing to do with the fact that I've never been married. Um, but I'm just very private, though. Uh, I, and when it comes to that, I mean, I, mean, I don't mind uploading a picture of myself every now and again. But as far as relationships, you know, like I like to keep that under lock and key. You know, and, and let me explain why. And I would take it even to a next step when it comes to marriage. But I'll never forget the heartbreak that I really, that I suffered. I mean, just was, I was so distraught. And this is just from a girlfriend back from 2010 who I started to date. And then um, we had been together over a year. And then into 2011, I was on a trip. I was on a trip to uh, a family reunion in California and this girl who I'd been dating for over a year on Facebook 
is where I discovered her actually being unfaithful and where she was out on a boating trip with another man while I was away for a family reunion. And, and up until that point, we would always share, constantly uploading photos and videos of ourselves on Facebook, you know, and tagging each other and stuff like that, you know, and so I was all for it then. But the reason why I bring that up is that was the turning point for me where I was just so blindsided by that. I was so blindsided. I was so crushed, you know, and so, in a in a ever since then, it goes to show you that couples aren't always what they appear. You can look at photos, you can look at videos that are being publicized about a family, a wife and husband, but it doesn't really tell the whole story. It's just a brief moment of time that is captured. Just a split second if it's a photo and a few seconds if it's a video, nothing more. But, but as people, we can get wrapped up. We can get wrapped up and watch somebody, uh, somebody's family and be like, oh man, and you kind of find yourself maybe daydreaming about it, you know, like, man, I wish I had that. That's so sweet. That's so awesome. I wish I had a nice wife. I wish I had a nice husband who always took photos and videos and, and just showed our family to the world and just showed us how, how happy we are. But the fact of the matter is sometimes it's so, it's, it's the furthest thing from the truth as far as from what you're seeing with your eye. So that's my explanation for that. You know, like when it comes to marriage as a whole and it being sacred, I don't like to share anything with anybody as far as on social media. I like to keep things very private for that very reason, because just like that, things can turn on a dime. Things can be very sour. Um, and then not to mention, you can have just dozens of people, just dozens, if not hundreds of people asking you, what happened with you and so-and-so? What happened to your wife? What happened to your husband? What happened, like, you guys look like the perfect couple. And, and, and that's, that's what ultimately I'm getting at, is there's this false narrative when you, when you are putting your personal relationships and in this case, marriage, online for the entire world to see. Now, Brad, there's nothing wrong with it, per se. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not illegal. You're not doing anything wrong. No, but when you're aware of things can go terrible, you could be with this person this year and the following year you're literally with somebody else, you know, and like, and I don't, I don't necessarily ever have that mindset as far as like, yeah, I'm with this, I'm with this, this girl now, but next year I'll probably be with somebody else. I, I don't take that kind of attitude into a relationship. And I'm not saying that you should take that into any relationship. Hopefully nobody does, but at the same time, you have to be a realist and you have to realize that 
when it comes to social media, people people are just nosy. People people are just flat out nosy. And for me personally, I just don't want anybody in my business who I wouldn't want to explain as far as what's going on, why we're having problems. And, and that's the other thing is people like to think out loud on social media, tell them, tell everybody what's going on. And I'm just the complete opposite. Like, I'm just not like, I just like to deal with things internally between uh, me and my significant other and any close loved ones that might chime in who, who I inquire to, to, to uh, chime in as far as advice or anything like that. But I realized though that marriage is like the pinnacle of commitment. You can't get any higher than marriage. And I found this so ridiculous. I, I was almost, I, I was really appalled when I was talking to uh, a woman, this is about f five years ago, and she told me that she was actually separated. And she just belittled marriage. You know, because I was because she knew I was going to have a problem with that. And I remember her saying specifically, it's just a piece of paper. That's literally what she said verbatim. It's just a piece of paper. Like, can't we just date anyway? You know, and I was just like, wow, I'm like if it's really just a piece of paper, then why did you even go the extra mile for that piece of paper? You know, like I just found that so ridiculous. And like I said, I, I re really just, it was upsetting to even hear that, you know, and marriage is definitely more than a piece of paper, you know, like, and that's how I feel. There might be actually some people who, who agree with what this girl said, you know, some years ago, you might actually agree with that. And, and, and to be honest with you, I've heard that saying on more than one occasion. Because for me personally, when I think of marriage and if I'm having issues with my significant other, my spouse, my wife, I'm going to do all I can. Absolutely all I can go to battle for my wife, with my wife and bend over backwards for her if we are going through it and we and it's really roller coaster city, like constantly just going back and forth. And you expect that though. You expect to have ups and downs. That is inevitable. But as I mentioned earlier, you want those downs to be few and far between. But when it's when when you're at that point to where you have to have a serious come to Jesus moment with your spouse. For me, I know that marriage is only a one-time deal. Because as I mentioned earlier as well, like I don't want to be a person who goes through marriage four or five times, who has several ex-spouses. I was like, that just defeats the purpose, you know? And I, and I remember telling a close friend of mine, I told him, I said, hey man, I was like, for me, it's one and done. You know, like if I don't get it right the first time, um, then that's that's gonna be it for me. That, that's gonna be it. You know, like that's, that's just how I feel. That's just how I feel because a lot of people, 
they get married when they're very young, when they're maybe like fresh out of high school, you know, early college, something like that, you know, and, and you don't really even, you don't even know yourself yet, really. It's like, you, it's like you're still very young and that may not matter. Like sometimes you can still have a very long marriage with like a high school sweetheart. And as I mentioned earlier, I referenced a, 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 a best friend of mine who he was with his wife for 10 years at least, you know, but the point is, is though, when you start getting older and you start understanding life and you've, and you've had some relationships, um, you get a better grasp, you get a better grasp as far as giving yourself the best chance possible to be married until death do you part. And that's the one thing that I've learned is even though I'm in the latter part of my 30s now, may not look like it, thank the Lord for that, though, but with all the experience of life in general, I know I'm not in a rush. I know I'm not trying to get married tomorrow or the next day or the next week. And I have a very good and strong idea of what it will take, what I need to have in my future wife in order for us to have a shot, a very good shot at making it till death do us part. And I'm very, I feel so strong about that and confident about that. And of course, this is something that I would talk to her about. And this is something that she would agree with. And of course, making sure that we're on the same page. I would hope that everybody has done that before they exchange vows. But the fact of the matter is, there's many a couples who don't. There's many a couples who don't. And so that is my number one thing is to make sure that I'm in position to make my fiance understand everything there is to understand about me as a whole. I want her to know me like the back of her hand, just like I want to know her like the back of mine. And I'd refuse to be that person who makes a mistake and marries somebody who I really had no business marrying. And that, I mean, that's, and, and, and with age, now that I'm beyond my teenage years and I'm beyond my 20s and I have experience in long relationships, I know I have a good grasp of that. So I'm confident in that. And in due time, Lord willing, it will come. And I look forward to that day, as the Lord knows. But that will wrap up this particular episode of marriage. And please continue to send your comments and questions um, I've actually just reactivated my Instagram 
and I can be reached there at babyface underscore 1182. That's babyface underscore 1182. That's just this past week, I actually reactivated that account. Um, and as always, you can still reach me at tdavidson1182 at Yahoo if you choose to do so. Uh, that's really just for the people who are listening to this on Soundtrap. If it just so happens that you're uh, listening to this on YouTube, you can leave comments below, obviously. But otherwise, yes, you can reach me at the uh, two other addresses that I just gave. Uh, next week, I will be talking about co-ed friends. And so that should be a good one. I look forward to it. And um, I hope that uh, everybody enjoyed this particular episode. And like I said, don't be shy. Please send questions and comments, any feedback, negative or positive, doesn't matter. Um, I look forward to it. Thank you.